Hi there, welcome to episode two of Shitbag Saturday. Um, today we're going to be looking at the curious case of fucking Aidan James. You've probably heard about him in the media, passed in 2017 and 2018, when he was all over the newspapers for apparently being sent to jail for fighting against so-called Islamic State. Today I have my guest, uh, Agit. He's a British uh, YPG volunteer who was there from the beginning of the Raqqa operation to Hello, the end mate, of you're it. Right. Say hi. Good stuff. I'm all good. So, so tell, tell us a bit about yourself, just so of you yeah, no can um, understand who yeah, you was, are. Yeah, I was in, in Rojava for the Raqqa operation, mate, um, from fairly near the start, right up until the end of it, pretty much. Um, I met Aidan James, the uh, specimen that we're talking about today, when he was actually at the, uh, at the academy. You know, we had gone back, <laughs> I don't know whether to pick up kit or for something. And uh, encountered him when he was there. I can tell you a little bit about that if you want. Yeah. Uh, so basically, for those that don't know, like Aiden James, like if he didn't keep track of the media and all that bullshit, Aiden James was like in the media. Like at, I think it was at the end of 2017 or the beginning of 2018 when he uh, returned back to Britain and was arrested uh, uh, yeah. on terrorism charges. I mean, it was never actually fucking sentenced, but um, what what they didn't really go into was the fact that he had actually yes. got arrested for drug-related offences. Yeah, he had, a, he had previous beef when he came back off. that they wanted him on. Um, and then also charged him with a few yeah. new things relating to Syria. So we'll we'll cover that. Yeah, this guy's oh, a whole this, this can of fucking just layers uh, to it, man. Um, all right, fuck it. I'll, I'll I'll start with when I met him, if you want, because I mean they didn't really seem. Yeah, yeah. We came back off. to the academy. I can't remember why. And um, him and a bunch of other guys were all doing, you know, doing the training. Um, he seemed like a, a normalish lad, like a little bit odd, like a bit a bit hyper. Oh, man, just have to edit that bit out, mate. Unfortunately. So yeah. We we met this guy. Um, yeah, yeah, we met this guy at the fucking academy, doing his trading. Seemed like a nice guy. Um, little bit odd. Yeah, decent decent cook. Um, hadn't been in country before, mate. I mean, if you've if you've been to Rajava before, you you don't have to go to the academy again. You know, like when you go back your second time, right? You don't you don't have to go and redo training. Yeah, because there's no point. You've already been. Right? Um, so, Obviously, he, he, he later said that he'd already been to Rajava. It's not true. You know, no, no one knew him. Like, none of the other guys knew him. You don't have to do training if you've already been. Yeah. He, he, was, he was saying to me as well that he'd already, like, signed some uh, piece of paper that his lawyer had given him that was, like, to do with Magna Carta, which is, like, an old, old, like, medieval English thing to do with the monarchy and he was saying he'd signed like something under magna carta law that would like mean he was exempt from being fucking charged from you know or being arrested for being out in syria which is just like delusional mate you know like <laughs> yeah mate. it's, it's like you know it, it's like an ancient fucking thing <laughs> magna carta you wouldn't be like oh yeah i signed my um you know my my legal document to do with the fucking ark of the covenant like nah it, that's not a real thing, mate. I, I think you're you're either talking shit or your your lawyer was uh, maybe not a good lawyer, you know. 
I mean, I, I doubt he would have the fun. <laughs> no, I, mean, I think he had the guy from like Always place. Sunny in Philadelphia representing him. You know, like no, no, yeah, just really good at bird law and nothing else. But anyway, this guy. That all right. So 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 moving on. I, um, should we talk about this interview that he did? Oh yeah, the fucking the legendary <laughs> fucking I'm a mercenary or twenty eight. All right, mate. Would you want to uh, article? Yeah, do you want to sort of discuss? Yeah, so 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 basically, this cunt, this uh, shitbag, he fucking he did an interview with a Russian journalist back in like I think it was late 2017. At the time, I'd left Syria by then. I think I was like chilling in Greece in a refugee camp, and fucking. Um, one one of the friends like sent sent me this article like saying have you seen it's like do you know who this guy is and li- literally I shit you not you can search it on Google like you can read it for yourself the the, the headline is I mean it's the Daily Mail I mean they're fucking shitbags anyway but they they pushed it from a Russian journalist but the headline says I simply love killing and it doesn't matter who my enemy is British mercenary fighting in Syria boosts up Baustov taking out twenty eight ISIS fanatics but says the head count is not enough. <laughs> I mean that that was pretty shit, and it's confirmed that he said all this because there was another Westerner that uh-huh. that fucking witnessed all the fucking Mate, bullshit uh, that he was fucking first, sprouting. I thought um, this has got to be like bullshit, right? Like this is a like some sort of fucking like fake news article, you know? Like they've made this stuff up to try and make you know people yeah. look bad to try and like make yep go look bad to try and you know shut down on the on the foreign volunteers something and then yeah one of the other vows was like no this this is real he said all this like nah really this guy and the worst the worst part the worst part as well is like he fucking not only did he like lie about yeah. this shit he's also a fucking Walter Mitty because he fucking he said to these guys like he's a fucking British ex-army um, he, I don't I don't no. think he ever went into detail with w- what unit he was in but when, when he was in reserve, he ended mm. up saying it to like the wrong people that were ex-military and like one of the guys like he was like British army and he picked up yeah. straight away like and he started asking him questions like what unit you're in and all that bullshit <sighs> Man, and he literally yeah. just don't, came don't, clean to him and just like yeah, yeah like, just don't and uh, mate, it, it, apparently he'd um, <laughs> he has actually he had actually tried to join, um, but he, he got knocked back. Like, fine, there's nothing wrong with that, mate. You know, just if you're in Java and you're saying, "Oh yeah, I've got all this experience," people are going to take you at your word, and they're either going to expect you to know what you're doing, or guys that haven't got any military experience will will listen to you. You know, like you were saying last week with Delgado. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's the biggest danger. Because like it's the same with like Anthony Delgado. He said the similar thing. Like fucking people, people. If like for, for me, example, like uh, and quite a few other people. Like mm-hmm. when we went to Syria, like we we were civilians. Like fucking, we went there. So like when when someone says to us, like we get we see these other volunteers and they say mm-hmm. that ex-British army or fucking ex-American army. Like we, we, we want to stick to like every word they say because like the the skills that they have fucking being taught from the fucking military like that, that's the stuff that yeah, will, of like, course, keep man. you alive there, and help you. Keep you know, your when I was doing alive. training, there were guys that had done like multiple tours of of Afghanistan. Yeah, you know, and it's like fuck, you know, listen into these guys because they know what they're talking about. You know, like they they can teach, especially for people with like zero experience, yeah. they can teach you stuff. They can, like you say, they can keep you alive. You know, it really can. 
yeah. And fucking, like, the whole, like, I mean, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm, like, a fucking combat medic, because I'm, I'm not, but fucking, like, I know I know enough about fucking, me- like, medicine to, like, mm-hmm. fucking, like, save someone's life and fucking do what's necessary to fucking yeah, bandage yeah, myself yeah. up yeah. if I get fucking injured or shit like that. And um, it's just, it pisses me off when people, like, lie about that stuff, especially when, when they come somewhere where they know where there's a very high chance, yeah. like, no, exactly, you mate. Or it's, your it's, friend can get injured, or you know, because you're gonna actually. If someone says something to you, right? This, 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 you know, sort of good, um, good intel, good info. Sorry, you're gonna end up probably using that. If someone shows you, okay, this is how you use medical kit. Chances are, mate, in Rajava, you're gonna end up needing that that information. You know, like especially on the racker operation because. It was a massive operation. Yeah. And obviously, sometimes, like, Westerners, you know, international havals, whatever you want to call them, are not allowed to fight, right? Especially if you're a bit of a fucking idiot. But in Raqqa, you know, unless you're a total fuck-up, mate, you were going to go and you were, yeah. you were probably going to go to the front line. And you were, if you went to the front line, you'd get contact if you were there long enough, you know? Um, even if you just went to the front line, maybe you didn't get contact. Yeah. Maybe you stepped on an ID. You know, they were everywhere. So you're going to end up needing to know stuff. And yeah, if people are saying they were in the military and they're lying, they're going to give out intel that's just wrong. You know, they're going to give out, yeah, just just terrible fucking technique. Yeah. So. Fucking, I mean, it, say, it says here, like, let, let me let me get down a bit more. Where is it? Um, he said he'd been fighting ISIS yeah. militants in Kurdish areas. And yeah. Killed 20, 26 times. Uh, he said he's been fighting. Well, mate, it was his first yeah, time in Rajava, right? He'd he'd been in Mahmoud for for however long beforehand, which for those yeah. who don't know is a, the refugee camp in yeah in Iraq and Kurdistan. Um, but mate, he he'd never been before. To say he was fighting for four years, that this is like mid twenty seventeen. He would have been fighting since twenty thirteen. Like Dash only started really taking over territory in twenty thirteen, so he would have been fighting them since before they took over territory somehow. Yeah. Like... I mean, he fucking... He, sa- he says here, like, I went to fight for the Kurds for the first time in 2013. He said there was no sign of the caliphate back then. But, like, this, mate, is, this uh, guy's a fucking retard. <laughs> I mean, looking looking at the pictures, like, he's got posted in the article, like, he's wearing, like, yeah. some really shitty fucking body armour, and he's... Just fucking posing for the camera, like it's just <laughs> yeah, fucking proper, proper reptile, mate. I mean, he, he, he says here, <sighs> he says here, it happened to kill Russians. He admitted, but also fought alongside them, and mate, they were very this, good. This, the this article, like, like I say, I thought it was just a, a you know a hatchet job, like a fake news thing. But no, it's not. He really said this, and and this this is why I don't mind, you know, because this isn't in like this isn't throwing shade on someone. Like, I, I thought he was a nice guy when I met him, you know? Like, no problem, man. Like, you know, you're here to fight Dash, fine, go fight them. Yeah. But the fact that he's lying about all this stuff, like, it reflects badly on all of us, you know? Because people will think that we're all like this. And it reflects badly on, on Yafaga because people are going to think that they, they accept this sort of thing, which which they don't, yeah. you know? Like, he's been, he got kicked out of Yafaga, right? I mean, it's it's so weird. Like when, when I think about it, because it's it's so fucking weird. Like I've, I'm I've been I was in Syria, obviously, but like it's the same in Ukraine. Like you you get people that come here. Like uh, there was there was a Norwegian guy who made the news. Mm-hmm. I think it was uh, 2017. No, no, not 2017. Oh, 2018. Wow. Norwegian guy, super neo-Nazi. 
um, complete, complete fucking bellend, like complete retard. Um, said he was there for a bunch of, like he's leading a bunch of fucking white supremacist groups and all that. Total crock of shit. He he's like said he was on the front line. He was there for like less than a week and he fucking got sent back. I mean, I'm I'm gonna save that for later. That's okay. gonna be for later because I want to do something <laughs> with him later because he's a fucking cunt. Um, but like, going back to Aiden James, um, yeah, it, it's weird, like how, like in these wars, like you meet all these fucking yeah. delusional yeah, fucking retards. I mean, you know, you you get a sort of odd mix in Rajava, right? And you're always going to get some proper dickheads that end up that end up going. But the thing is, he didn't he didn't need to say all this yeah. shit. You know, he's like you and Fred said last week, like he's already there. You already have everyone's respect, man. Like you haven't got to what you did. You know, like yeah. you you you've done more than pretty much anyone else. You know what I mean? You've turned up. You've gone to fight. Cool. You know, you ain't got to lie. Like, no one's gonna hold any like like when when I first went like like I said before like when I first went I was like completely honest like with my background like I said to like guys like I'm not ex-military like I was a fucking mm-hmm. support worker when I was like before I came out there. Like, I knew fuck all about mm-hmm. fucking warfare. No, this this is it, man. Yeah, but, like, like reading further in the article, it's, it's like he says, like, <laughs> this, this is a crumple one. He fucking, uh, among his drawings, uh, the journalist saw an image of a samurai <laughs> yeah, or a death mate, as the brick corner. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, the drawing's good, man. He should have fucking gone into art, you know, <laughs> instead of... Uh, Instead of turning up to Rajava, if he drew that, but you know, you're drawing a god of death. What, fuck, man, what are we fifteen? Like, nah, like. I mean, who the hell? Who who, who does no, that? Like, I'm not this, a single. I mean, I'm looking at the but... article now, right? And he he's saying all this shit. The thing is, man, look, he's saying, oh, you know, I simp- I simply love killing, and it doesn't matter who my enemy is: ISIS, Assad, or Barzani. Like the leader of why would we why why would you want to go and kill Bazani? Like, mate, if you're just saying, oh, I simply love killing, and it doesn't matter who you're fighting, mate, that join ISIS then, mate. You know, go join Daesh. They don't care who they kill. They're fucking murderers. Go and join up with them. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, I just want to go and kill people. Like, fuck off, man. Like, you think YPG want people like that? No, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's like it's like. One uh, like like Syria, Ukraine, like like I, I'm always honest with people. Like I have not mm-hmm. ever like as far as I'm aware, I've got no confirmed kills. Like and I always be honest with that. Like there's I don't feel the need to yeah. tell people like oh I've killed like fucking hundreds of people. Like I don't. It, it, it's just cringy as fuck. Like <laughs> no, why exactly. you say that? You just sound like a lizard. But fucking like when when he came back, like um all the news were all over him like fucking saying yeah. he was prosecuted for fighting against mm-hmm. Islamic State and jailed for four years and then he was like found guilty of terrorism offences. I mean, yeah, there's a part of that that's true, but like the majority of it, like the reason he was like sent for like four years yes. because Yeah, mate, can we uh, can we talk about that? Like obviously all of us I know you got arrested, I got arrested, I don't know any of the, the British of ours who went home and, and didn't get arrested by the police right I don't know if you do I don't know anyone who didn't yeah I know I know uh, like okay. one person so, but they eventually got yeah to every, it's just routine mate like the Brit police will arrest you 
They'll interview you. They'll probably take a lot of your stuff. You could be investigated for years. Like we've all had it. You know, some people are, they, they take no further action, but obviously you're, you're still on a, a sort of watch list or this sort of thing, right? The, the police are, uh, are not very friendly. And obviously most of us were in Rajava, like almost all of us, in fact, were in Rajava fighting, fighting Dash, fighting ISIS, right? This guy has tried to put it across in the media that he got he got done by the cops for four years for fighting ISIS. Now that's not true, right? Like it, in the article it says, so he 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 works yeah. in Mahmoud, right, which is a, a refugee camp in Iraqi Kurdistan, which is run by the PKK. So he got done for that. Yes, he got a year for that, right? The other three years, apparently, of his four-year sentence was for stuff he did before he left the country, which was for possession of cannabis and possession of cocaine with intent to supply. So dealing cocaine, you know, that's, that's got three years of that four years. He didn't get any time at all for being in Syria or fighting Daesh. That's all bullshit, right? Three quarters of his sentence was being a fucking drug dealer. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we can all agree everyone lo- loves a bit of the fucking white powder, but fucking this, the way this cunt goes on about it, like, he goes on about, yeah. like, oh, I'm a freedom fighter, I'm a fucking mercenary. Like, no, no you're not. You're, you're like one yeah, of the biggest mate, you're, you're a ever. Coke dealer. Like, if you want to do Coke, fine. If you want to sell Coke, right, okay, fine, whatever, yeah. man, it's your life. But then when you when 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 you sell coke right you obviously you fucking get your criminal record or whatever i think he was being investigated so when he left because obviously he had this fucking conviction waiting for him when he came back like when you join ypg they ask you do you have a fucking yeah. criminal record right because they don't want criminals they don't want to be seen to be recruiting drug dealers because they don't want they don't accept that. you know if you're a fucking drug dealer they don't want you man yeah. so he he obviously has lied Right when he when he signed up for YPG because they ask you all this stuff like do you have a criminal record? Also, apparently, mate, he was detained under the Mental Health Act. He got he got sectioned, which fair enough, man. You know that's that's no reflection of his personality. Like a lot of people struggle with mental illness, but they also ask you, have you ever been sectioned? You know, have you ever been detained due to mental health problems? And they won't take you if you if you you know say oh yeah I was sectioned. They're not going to take you. So he must have lied about this as well. He must have lied about his, his, you know, criminal past. He must have lied about, yeah, being sectioned, man. It's, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, the image, I, the image I get from him is like, he's, he's one of these people that he tried out for the British mm-hmm. Army, fucking got rejected yeah. probably because of mental health or some other bullshit. And I like, saw, he yeah. saw Sarah as an opportunity no, exactly, to be a soldier, um, like. Fine, you know, uh, you know, like being being having mental health issues, mate. Fuck, I think we've all got mental health issues. Like, you know, me, you, Farat, like I'm sure we all have problems. But like, that's no reflection on you as a guy, right? Fair enough. You can have mental health issues. You can show up, but don't lie about it right? <laughs> when you sign up. Yeah. Um. Don't lie about your criminal history. You know, and and yeah, if you want to play soldier, fine, but. I think there is a few people who've done that who turned up and wanted to play soldier, like you say. Uh, but quickly you realize, like, nah, you're not playing soldier here, mate. Like, when you go to the front line, it's fucking real. Mate. You're going to be in combat, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. shit's going to go down, and you're going to have to fucking deal with that, like, really quickly, you know? So, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, the the, the worst the worst thing you could possibly have on the front line is like when when it's like all fucking kicking off and like you need you need the guy that's next to you. The worst thing you could possibly have is having someone. That yeah, like exactly, man. Like, and it's, and, like and it's people that out. you know want to go and play soldier. Like, like, like what you said about Delgado. You know, our oh, fucking like a V bed went off near us. That's it, man. Gone. Right. It's. It, People who like I was there yeah. with people who hadn't been in the military at all. You know, people who were like had been civilians their whole life up until that point, and they were committed as fuck. And we got into contact, and they were fine. You know, like fuck. Yeah, that that was one of my that's one of my biggest observations. Like when I was in Syria, like I mean, I'm not. It's not like I'm talking shit about the military guys because like they they they're just they're just mm. institutionalized to the military way of things. But like when when I was over there, like I noticed like a lot of the military guys struggled struggled like with the system yeah. over there just because of how yeah, organized no, it was, like compared to the military. And I found that a lot of the civilian guys were the ones that were best committed because they weren't used to the uh, like like the way the fucking military. Yeah, worked. I know what you so mean. I mean, like it's it's, it's definitely better. not a Western military style of doing things. So if you're coming from that background and that way of doing stuff. In a certain way, it's going to be yeah. a big adjustment. Obviously, if you've had no military experience, it's probably going to be, like you say, it's going to be easier to adapt. Um, yeah, fully agree. But it's, you know, yeah. ex-military guys, civilian guys, you know, especially the ex-military guys who've been in combat before, they know they're not going to freeze up. Guys that were there to take photos and to fuck about, they're going to be the ones that can't actually handle being in combat, right? And And, and you know... I yeah. think this guy is, is one of them. Yeah, so like like when I when I first went to the front, like back in twenty fifteen, like it was a static position, like the, the front line was static, yeah, there was only one operation around Tautama going on and we got sent to a static like defensive position. And I, I can remember then like that was the first time I ever got sent to the front. I was like, absolutely shitting myself. Like I was with like uh, like I think one one ex military guy, there was another guy who was a Power Ranger. I think, but uh, the guys I was with um, were, were pretty cool, uh, Judy oh, um, and what, uh, one of the other guys. Um, but I remember, I was, I was... Uh, no, no, this is this is a Croatian guy. Um, yeah, but he, he, was, he was sound as hell. Um, and I remember, like, like you know, you know, if you're gonna like last, like there when when you first get to the yeah, front, yeah. like you you know if you're gonna stay or you're gonna go, and. Like once they got over that adrenaline, like of just being there, and got our first contacts mm-hmm. and all that. Like yeah. I decided, like, Mate, yeah, I mean, fuck, like our first operation, like our not our first contact, but our first proper operation when we took ground, it went badly wrong. Like I won't go into detail because it's a whole long story, but it went insanely badly wrong. Right, like a third of the hours involved were killed. Okay, and yeah. in, in, including some some other international hours. Yeah, and after that, like. Me and the two friends that were on it, like we 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 thought about bidding it, you know. We were like, "Fuck, is that is that how it is?" Like, but we thought, "No, that's not the right approach." You know, stick it out. Like, it was one bad operation. Hopefully, things will be different in the future, and they were. You know, like that's that's not how things went down for the rest of the time. Yeah, it was just a one-off that we were unlucky. I mean, and you you also learn from it as well, like so, like you learn from it for yeah, like, of course, future, man. I mean, it's like, a pretty it's a on. pretty speedy learning curve, you know. Like you have to learn really fast. 
that's the other thing as well. Like a lot, a lot of the stuff over there, like it's literally just learning on the yeah. job. Yeah, like, I mean, either, it, either it sounds kind of cheesy, but like, yeah, if you, if you don't learn pretty quick, you're probably going to get fucking killed pretty quickly. I mean, back back in 2015, fucking, uh, I didn't really have any. Like when I when I like, I knew ISIS did car bombs and shit, but like I didn't really take it seriously until they fucking attacked one of our fucking. Well, they attacked our fucking mm-hmm. Nocta, uh, our fucking unit position. I remember I was on fucking guard duty and uh, literally just like finished my guard duty, went into the fucking uh, like into the compound to like go chill out. And I like, literally less than 10 minutes after a fucking car bomb rolled up to the fucking guard duty like post. Uh, Cause at, at the time it was just after the Talavi operation and we we're in an occupied fucking okay, like, yeah. village that had just been taken like two days before. And we'll just fucking sat down like fucking drinking chai like chatting shit and all of a sudden a fucking car bomb went off like we fucking like time slowed down all that crazy shit um and that was like the first time like i was like in like a proper like fucking life or death situation like we weren't we like we weren't sure what was going to happen next like normally when they do a car bomb they normally follow yeah, them fucking, they use like, them to like spear or shit or so then they're like fucking that. infantry coming behind it blah 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 yeah and then, and then you get cunts like fucking Aiden James like saying he's like the fucking he's like fucking Rambo fucking yeah he's like fucking are, he's killed more Manchester people than Rambo has and all this sort of thing Cyrus the virus over here <laughs> yeah I mean did, did you I, see I the uh, Ross I'm gonna Kemp have to find it later. yeah so he, he, back in, I think it was uh, late 2018, he was in a uh, Ross Kemp documentary. If you don't know who Ross Kemp is, Ross Kemp is uh, some like... Uh, Ross Kemp, no, I mate. No, he was in, uh, I think he was in EastEnders and he was in uh, a bunch of other TV shows. But he, he, yeah. he did go to Rajava as well, actually. Yeah, yeah, I remember he went to. He was actually yeah, yeah. in Rajav the first time I was yeah, there, uh, just as I was leaving. He interviewed you, but yeah, he, he, he did a doc proper legend. Yeah, Abu Leila. Um, but he did a he did a documentary on HM, HMP uh, Balmarsh, which is a maximum security uh, prison in Britain. It's where they house all the fucking terrorists, like all, all the guys that you'd think would be there. And out of all the people that you'd <laughs> think would be there, Aiden James is not one of them. Um, well, yeah, the, the, there's fucking. They did an interview with him. Like they've got videos of him, and I think some yeah. of it was for the camera because it's like really cringy shit. Um, but like he's on camera, he's like shouting. Like they got the riot fucking like officers involved because they're the fucking get. They had the fucking get him under control because he okay. fucking stabbed himself with a fucking yeah. plastic fork. I don't know how he did that. Some proper petty shit. Um, but yeah, it was like on camera. Like, I've got, I've got PTSD from fighting against ISIS. Like I'm not right. Like give me the help I need. I was like, I was like, bitch, really, really, bitch. Like you've got PTSD from fighting ISIS. You were, you oh, were wow. at the front line for like less than a week before you got sent See, mate, back. I, I did not know this. I was going to say I don't really know how he got up at the front. Um, but you, you've yeah. been chatting to someone who who did know him better than me, right? Yeah, I spoke. I spoke to a few people. I spoke to one guy's, uh, one of the guys. They sent him to uh, to a unit, and like he fucking fucked up, and they sent mm-hmm. him away just because he was just. A and then he got tool. kicked out as well, which is, is um, you know, you have to be a real fuck up to get sort of disavowed. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the best part is as well, like when he, when he got sent back, um, 
one of my other friends, um, he, he's ex-military. Like he, he was the one that found out. Well, I presume other people found out about him long before he did. But um, he was at the academy saying it was yeah. like ex-fucking army and all that shit. And uh, Zanar was like fucking got got wind of this, and he was like, "This guy is not like mm-hmm. who he says he is. Like he's not ex-military." Um, fucking caught him out, and like Zanar told him to do some more digging, and eventually, fucking the my friend he got wind of this article he did where he yeah, did, like, the one we were crying from earlier, twenty eight dash and all that shite, and yeah, so Zanar they fucking pulled him in the fucking office and fucking like mm. like basically fucking. Bollocking him, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not like physically, yeah, but like, you know, the fucking good old fucking yeah. the Kurdish way of bollocking. Um, and then they also said like they're kicking him out, and just before they kicked him out, they made yeah. him like record a video, like a Shahid video, but like basically that says like, he was never YPG, um, like he was, he was never a part of like anything there. Yeah, I don't know why they released it. It would have been funny I mean, to watch. To get like it is basically he got cancelled, right? By by F again, by the other about which which you have to be a, a fucking yeah, a proper piece of shit for that to happen, man. Like fair enough, some people fall out right with uh, yeah. with Zinar or other people who run the academy or whatever, and it's over a personal issue, right? But that won't get you that won't get you shut down, you know. Like the other Havals will still help you, the, you know. People will still talk to you, etc., yeah. etc. Right? But with this guy, you know, it's like no contact from anyone, and. Yeah, it's like with the when he was in prison, right? He was in Mahmoor. Now, obviously, he, he, he got a year for being in Mahmoor. And normally, if any of the other Havals, they were in prison because of something they did in Rojava or in Iraqi Kurdistan, like, you know, I would support them. Like, I would help them pay for lawyers. Like, we all would, right? You know, like, do a, a big star, whatever it is, donate money to them, try and help them yeah. with things. You know, we look out for each other, right? But with this guy, because A, he'd done this interview and lied about what he was saying. And B, because three quarters of his prison sentence was from him being a drug dealer. Like, why, why would I help you, man? Like, cause you sold coke. Like, no, I'm not going to try and help you get out of prison. It's why I didn't contribute to this, this, this thing that was going on to try and raise money to get him out or to get him money or whatever, because he was in prison mostly for being a coke dealer, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, this is like literally like from one of the uh, articles from Sky News. Like, it's like after spending four months in Syria and Iraq, James listed his experiences in a diary, which included chilled with a donkey, shot at our commander, witnessed torture, met American special forces. I mean, that that's oh, I mean yeah. that could I mean, be believable if he actually fucking did. And then liberated liberated two villages, seen A ten airstrikes, seen many bodies. Had whiskey, oh, and then mate. this says it all. Right, it, yeah. care, if, if you're turning up to drink and take care and do drugs and fuck about, like, why are you there, man? You can, you can do that stuff at home. It's the UK, mate. You, you, you know, you can get booze and care. Yeah. It's not hard. <laughs> you don't need to travel 3,000 miles to get fucked up. Like, you can do that at home. And be like, oh, yeah, we shot our commander. Well done, mate. Yeah, friendly fire. I Put mean, that in your diary. <laughs> yeah i mean i mean if if, if this, i mean you could you could argue like in a case like if there was no operations going on if if you were like 
Mm-hmm. Like uh, if you're at the home base or whatever, like mm, I mean, it, it's no, a fine. shit thing to do, but like it, it's not so bad. But like the fact that Sky like went, mate, I mean, went if you're on downtime, whatever, man, do do what you want. You know what I mean? You you can get fucked up. I'm not going to judge you as long as you don't sort of publicize yeah. it. You know, like wet like foreign fighters go Syria, get fucked yeah. up. You know, because that reflects badly on everyone. You know, but fine. You know, you can do what you want in your downtime. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's your downtime. But yeah, if you're gonna go to the front line, get fucked up, and shoot at your commander, like you, you shouldn't be there, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we reading more on the article, like it's it fucking it says, oh yeah, it says here, like he was turned down uh, repeatedly by the uh, armed forces due to his mental health. Admitted mm. the charges after drugs were seized. Um, I mean, mate, being yeah, being turned down proper, from proper the shit, army man. due to your mental health—that's no reflection <laughs> on you as a person. You know, like it, it's harsh, but there it is, right? A lot oh. of people struggle with their mental health issues, like we said. But don't then, yeah, don't then lie about it. And then when you when you end up in prison because you got done for dealing, don't then try and act like like you're a victim. You know, like. Because some people, uh, I mean, you know, British avals do face going to prison. One of the avals was recently in prison, you know, purely because he was trying to go back to Rajava. And obviously, you yeah. know, he he, des- he deserves all of our support. He didn't deserve to be in prison. If, you, if you're in prison because you were dealing drugs and that's three quarters of your sentence, like you probably deserve to be there for that three quarters of your sentence, you know, like. That, that's not to do with you being in Rajava. Absolutely. Um, also, mate, what he said about, about having PTSD, yeah. like, mate, realistically, I, I have no idea if this guy ever got in contact. If he was there for a week, I don't fucking know, man. Maybe. I mean, if, 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 if he was there for a week to, to even say he had PTSD, he must have seen some absolutely <laughs> fucking crazy fucking Mate, yeah. shit to say he had PTSD I mean I mean, if he, if he turned around and said he had PTSD <laughs> from dealing with the Kurdish process of getting if, to Rajava yes mate you know I don't know if you've got like mind altering diarrhea and now you have PTSD um, fine okay I believe you you know I mean, if he told, if he turned around and said he had PTSD from the journey into Syria, like illegally, like fucking hiking for God knows how many hours and avoiding the fucking Turks, yeah, and avoiding yeah. fucking, uh, fucking Barazani, fucking Peshmerga. I mean, you, you mm. could say like, oh, maybe you got contacted. Like, yeah, yeah, there's a slight plausibility you could say that he's got PTSD from that. But fucking saying you went there for like a week on the front and you came back and people said I mean, you did fuck, stuff man, like, like where the fuck right, so that, that, that first operation that I told you about that went really badly wrong right like fuck man like I think about that all the time because it was yeah. horrific you know like things like that fuck you up but and that was a that was a one off and I know that the other guys who were there also think about it a lot you know I have a lot of things that I, I think about a lot of incidences right so okay fair enough maybe maybe he went and he had something in that first week that fucked him up loads, right? And he, and he got PTSD. But all the other guys that were with would be going, oh, yeah, fuck, okay, I can see that, right? Like, I can see why this one incident yeah. 
you know, like if, if, if one of my mates had gone home after that first operation that went really badly wrong and like loads of the herbals were killed, if one of them had gone home, I'd be like, fine. You know what I mean? I, I can see, like I can see, you know, we did think about it. I can see why they would have gone home. Right. But the other Havas that were with him, they would be saying, yeah, fuck. I, I know why he's got PTSD. And they're not saying that. They're going, no, he's fucking lying. He's talking shit. He's trying to get sympathy. You know, they would be going, no, he had PTSD from this one incident. You yeah. know, one, one, one fucking thing can give you PTSD, right? Like people who are in. Uh, and, and also, as well, like, the majority of people that I know, like, fucking suffer, like, like, who do you know that, like, suffers from it? Like, like just mm, I know a few oh, people, man. PTSD. Like, I mean, a lot of people won't talk about it, right? You know, like, I mean, I, I don't see anything wrong with admitting if you have it. I mean, then again, you see a lot of people who... You... Oh, no, I'm, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with, like, oh, yeah. admitting it, but, like, when, when the camera's there and, like, you're, like, you're, like, fucking exaggerating oh i have ptsd and then like you're fucking like yeah i mean if you're in prison and you're being filmed and all this sort of stuff yeah i do wonder like how much of this is for the camera you know what i mean and and also like people some people do lie about having ptsd because i mean it's it's you know fucking horrific shit and a lot of the hours struggle with it yeah which you know in turn like fuck man if anything, I would feel guilty. Like, like saying to you, like, you know, I fucking stuff's on my mind a lot, but I feel guilty. Right. Because other Havals, like, you know, from Rajava, like, you know, we come and we do our tours, but that's their whole life, mate. You know, like some people I know, like they've been fighting for eight, nine years now, continually. Like that's fucking insane. You know? And I feel guilty because you you know, yeah, there's there's no like over there they they don't understand like the whole mental health yeah. like aspect of like fucking war and that like there's a lot of guys over there like that seriously yeah. do suffer Mate, from, like, severe PTSD like, like there's one guy in one of my units like who used to just wake up or he he used to like no, exactly man like I, I, knew, I knew a few people who did like, say like yeah we have you know we have like post traumatic stress guys that had been fighting for for fucking years and like. They would have some of them had fucking seizures and shit, you know, like uh, either fucking on their yeah. downtime. Like a few of them literally had fucking seizures. Uh, you know, some of them would like fucking cry. Some of them were were, were clearly fucked up. You know, um, I mean, especially in the West, you know, yeah. PTSD. Like some people will say they have PTSD, and you know, sort of like finger quotes snowflakes will be, oh, I have PTSD. You know, I, I'm I'm triggered or whatever because because my ex shouted at me or whatever it is, or, you know, fucking someone, someone called me a name online or whatever. And now I'm, now I'm fucked off. Like, you know, but you know, there's, there's sort of levels to these things. Right. And, um, yeah, a lot of fucking people really struggle with PTSD, man. Like I know, I know people still that will like fucking piss themselves when they're asleep because they have like fucking nightmares, you know, that they they can't fucking handle and stuff like this, you know? And then, then you get, yeah people like this who, who are sort of claiming it, you know, oh yeah, I'm really fucked up. Like, okay, you know, fair enough, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe you are uh, really fucked up. But if the, uh, the people who are with you can't think of any reason why you would be, it just seems like bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> just like another lizard in the park. I mean, I've, 
I think I think that wraps up. Like, there's not much else we can talk about. Otherwise, we'll just be talking yeah, about the no, same true, topics man, yeah. about him all night. So, I think we've, I think we've, yeah, covered, pretty much. I think we covered just, everything. Yeah, how, with it, how it reflects uh, badly on all of us, man. Because people will think that we're all like Yeah, I know. Yeah, people just think we're all like him. Um, and if if you are listening and you and you have supported him in the past, like just like just learn. Oh shit! The fucking separatists playing fucking <laughs> music to the fucking fishermen. <laughs> I can, I can, I can <laughs> nice. hear the fucking separatists playing fucking Anything music. Anything decent? Yeah, that's crazy. But I can't fucking tell. It's all fucking gibberish. Um, but yeah, yeah. If you uh, if you do fucking like, mm. if you have supported this uh, lizard in the past, like just just don't share any support from like anymore don't even see him as and there, there are just a fucking there are people that bag. do really need that support well. just, there are people have I was at yeah yes people, like we said one of the hours of British of ours did you spend eight months in prison for for trying to go back to Rajava right which isn't illegal right he just done eight yeah. months in there and uh, you know I'm sure he could use the support I don't think he'd ask for it but you know if you're going to give any money, anyone money like give it to someone who deserves it, you know, or even give it to Haversaw, you know. Like, there's plenty of uh, of decent things you can donate to. Right? Like, if you know, you know and you yeah. want to give him money, okay, you know, fair enough, well. fine. You know, but it, it, if you're just a sort of member of the public who who's trying to support us, you know, like have ours who have been arrested and stuff. There are other people that you can give that money to. The the yeah. So like, so like, if you ever like see anyone, like just do do a bit of research on someone, like, because the, the, there is more shitbags that I'm gonna cover. I mean, there's like, you you're seeing the weeks to come, like some of the shitbags there. Mm-hmm. There's, there's maybe a few more that need exposing, or still exploiting their fucking fame or fucking being the Mate, fucking hero. Yeah, you, fucking you, you can normally uh, you can normally tell the Havals who inflate things because all their stories are about how great they were right like you know if people ask me like stuff i normally say yeah i had like you know like oh whatever you go to java you get mind altering diarrhea you drink like boiling hot tea even though it's 50 degrees outside you know things like this not like oh yeah i fucking you know i turned up and i killed like a million people and then I saved like, you know, 5 million civilians from ISIS and I'm fucking incredible. You know, like you can normally tell the people who sort of, yeah, uh, yeah inflate their own accounts of things. Anyway, I think, I think that's all we've got. Yes, mate, for thank my, you for my buttons running low. So uh, we're going to have to, it's no problem. It's, it's been a pleasure having you and sharing your experience and uh, opinions <laughs> on, on our nice. shitbag of the fucking week, Mr. Aiden James. Um, if, if you do uh, want to... Yeah, I do, actually. Do you have it's, an uh, It's my nom de guerre, mate. It's Agid, A-G-I-T underscore Kucher, K-U-C-H-E-R. Yeah, so if, if anyone wants to fucking following on instagram just uh, look in the description of the uh, post i'll make about this podcast on my instagram go give him a follow whatever <laughs> send them make them good i don't care um back in 
uh, don't don't forget to fucking follow the podcast. Uh, it's going to be available on. Well, <laughs> you're probably listening to it already on Spotify and all the other like Apple podcasts and shit. Um, but uh, stay tuned for next week's because next week's we'll uh, have an interesting uh, an, another interesting shit bag that we're going to fucking expose and talk about. Thank you for Thank having you for me, mate. Stay safe, Mr. Say hello, bro. Stay safe, bro. Stay tuned for next week and uh, we'll get the next one done.